What's up? What's up? It's your boy, K. Steele. Welcome to Words of Wisdom. How is everybody doing on this beautiful day? Listen, people. Every day we have something to be grateful for. It could have went the wrong way. It could have went the right way. But you find something to be grateful for. One of the things I'm grateful for, listen, people, uh, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I ran a red light um, thinking I was going to press through and get beyond that yellow. And the cop was sitting right there at the corner waiting on your boy. And and even the cop said, <laughs> he said the people was looking at him like, uh, well, are you going to pull him over? And it was it was by the grace of God, like on some real talk that I'm driving and I know he got me. And I was like, dang. And so when he pulled me over, I pulled in a, a well-lit parking lot because, you know, it's nighttime. And he said, hey, you didn't see me sitting right there on that corner. And I was like, to be honest with you, man, I was trying to press through that yellow. He said, nah, you clearly went through the red. And I was like, nah, I clearly went through the yellow. So we went back and forth in a joking manner. But with all the shenanigans going on, this young white cop really helped your boy out. Um, so I said, hey, man, you know, is there any way you can give me a warning? Because sincerely, it wasn't like he can tell I wasn't really doing stuff on purpose. And he happened to be real cool. He was like uh, he even made a joking manner. He came back from his uh, car and was like, uh, you clearly ran the red light. And he said, but because you have this trucker's license, uh, he did me a su super favor and um he said, listen, man, he got real serious on me. He said, watch them lights. And I just took that as, you know, I'm like, OK, well, thank you. I appreciate you. And um, I said, I'm going, you know, I'm going straight home anyway. And so the guy let me off with a warning. And I'm going to tell you something from then, because that was like a few days ago. Since then, though, since then, your boy ain't ran no yellow lights either, because I'm coming to a full halt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? smoking up the brakes to make sure i hit them red lights because them tickets i did one a few years back and them tickets is like 500 dollars you know what i mean and i don't want to pay that ever again 552 with the uh with the school so anyways let's get on topic <laughs> i know i went on my little rant for a minute but today's topic let's talk about it today's topic i just want to talk about are you ready for a new start you know um we have all this um this encouragement we have all this fear factor. We we have a lot of different things kind of going on in our lives right now with this COVID stuff, this this coronavirus. And the reason why I say you have this encouragement, you'll have people trying to encourage you to get through whatever you're going through right now. But then you also have the people that's really fear fear based. You can be around people uh, your whole life, and now that the government is saying don't be around be around you, they are terrified. I remember uh, and I love this lady to life, but I went to my godmom's house just to actually check on her and I'm covid up. I'm telling her I got the hand sanitizer. Now, I've been knowing this lady since high school. You hear me? And never once have I ever been denied in, inside her house. And it was funny. I was like, wait a minute. I'm taking offense to this. So I show up at her house and, and we talk, but we talk through the screen door and I get it. I, I sincerely get it. I'm not talking down at, at my godmom's. I love her to life. And one of the things that she did was she was just like, yeah, boy, you ain't coming to here. And so I had my mask on. I said, moms, but I got my mask on. I got my hand sanitizer. I got my head covered up like what you need. And she was like, no, we literally talked outside on the porch for about 45 minutes where I was on the porch and she was in the screen door. But the whole objective was to go and see about her during this time, just to make sure that that mom's is cool. You know what I mean? And so. That's kind of what's going on with a lot of families. A lot of families are really going through some things. People are really having a hard time 
with this and this may become our new normal. So the, 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 the key factor in this is like, how do you adjust to it? You know what I mean? You got a lot of people losing their jobs. You got a lot of people really struggling with this new normal and the government don't know what they want to do. One minute they want to open up everything. The next minute they talking about the rise of COVID. The next thing they talking about, man, people need to go back to work. And so you're having all this confusion and all this chaos. And if you don't get stable mentally and spiritually and emotionally with the fact that this may become the new norm, it's going to drive you bonkers. It's going to really drive you crazy. So you're going to have to have the strength enough to say, you know what? I'm not going to let this stress me out. This may become our new norm. And if you really think about it, we've always had a lot of norms. And keep it real. Our norms, uh, people, is has been something like, um, shoot, when you when you fresh parents, new jobs, uh, moving into a new house, apartment, whatever, having new family members being introduced. We've always encountered new normals. But a lot of us still find a, a, a way to complain. We still find a way to really stress ourselves out. And to be honest with you, that's not it. That's not the way. You know, um, I, I asked one of my relatives recently, like, why do you still get mad at uh, road rage? Like, why do you have so much uh, impatience or road rage? And he was just like, some of these people are stupid drivers. And I wasn't knocking him. I was just saying, why do you get upset when you're on the road? This is a new day. These are new drivers. These ain't the same ones. And yet you might have to deal with the the incompetence of another driver. But you drive every day. So why do you still let it get to you? I said, we got to have a new way of thinking. And a new way of thinking is like I drive every single day. I refuse to let somebody else get me out of my own emotional stability. I just refuse to do that. I refuse to do that in relationships. I refuse to do that on the road when I'm driving next to somebody who is incompetent. I refuse to allow somebody to get me off my cool when we have a disagreement. So that's my new norm. You know, well, that's been my norm for a long time. It's funny. Um, not too long ago, I went to church and the pastor, he was getting his uh, uh, his word on. He was he was preaching that good word. And then afterwards, we get to talk. And he looks at me, he said, man, you're a cool brother. You don't get excited for nothing. I'm like, that's not it at all. You know, and it was funny how he did it, but he was noticing my my calm demeanor. I was just like really chill about some things. And uh, <clears throat> sorry, y'all, my voice seemed a little raspy right now. So don't don't hate on your boy. But, you know, we got to get uh, be OK with some of these new normals. So one of the things I want you to uh, to 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 let you know that, like, there's a couple of things. Uh, one, you got to be intentional, you know, and to embrace the new normals, the new habits, the new just a new way of living. You got to be intentional about it, because sometimes if you're not intentional and you try to stay in the same old mundane mindset, it just doesn't work. It really doesn't help you. It doesn't help the surroundings. It doesn't help a lot of things to stay in an old mindset, old way of thinking. You know, Socrates said something I thought was really powerful. He said he said in order to change, he says, uh, uh, how did he say it? Something about changes. And he said the power uh, to set new changes to oh man, I didn't forget it. And I just learned that dang thing. But he was talking about don't focus all your energy on the old. He said, focus that energy on building the new. And a lot of times that's what we need to start doing. We need to embrace certain things as a new normal. Now, some of this stuff is painful. Some of this stuff, uh, uh, I will encourage you, is still temporary. 
But some of the stuff that we're dealing with is like, oh my God, it's such a big headache, right? It's such a big headache, but we can embrace the new as not so much that I got to embrace that every single day I'm going to be struggling every single day. I'm going to go through this pain, but it's always a better way to look at things. It's always a better way of looking at things. So one, we got to be intentional about that mindset. We got to understand one of the things we got to understand is we got to understand where our, our spirit's at. We got to understand where our emotional stability, our mindset is. We have to understand where our focus is. In order to go to, through something new, you have to learn how to focus on where you're going. How many of you, I say it almost on every podcast because I'm a firm believer in it. How many of you have vision boards, have have things right before you? Because sometimes in order to go to that new place, you got to have something in front of you. Because a lot of stuff just sitting in your brain, it's not, it's okay, you think about it. But you need to see it so that you know where you're at and where you're going. Okay? So understand where you're at. Be intentional. Know, um, you know, uh, what is your new normal? Okay, I'm over here getting out of order with, with the little points I have, but where's your new normal? Okay. The other thing, focus. The other thing is be consistent, people. Come on. Be consistent. One thing I'm noticing about the different things that I love to do, I love to speak, right? But I, I'm, okay, go ahead and let me tell them myself. I just did a Toastmaster speech. And one of the things that the people was like, Oh my God, it was captivating. It was all these different things, right? And we're doing it on Zoom now. One of the things that just happened though, <clears throat> I wasn't consistent in my studying of the speech that I wrote. And so what happened is I had to come off the fly, off the cuff, still make my points and still give and deliver a good speech. And so one of the people was like making it really, really clear for me. He said, listen, Ken, he said, that was a dope speech, very engaging. He said, but can you make it next time? Because I'm, I'm looking forward to your next speech. He said, can you next time make a, a clear beginning, middle and end? And I know that's one of my strong, my, my not so strong suits. So what I have to do is like go back to the drawing board. I can make a speech, no problem. But what I have to do is sit, sit, sincerely practice that speech so that when they say, oh, you got a dope speech. The next time I speak or it's my turn to speak, I won't have that comment of beginning, middle, end, because I want people to be able to follow me. And they said, oh, it was very inspiring. But that was the one critique that I really needed because everybody else said the storytelling was captivating. Oh, I really enjoyed it. And I can take this away and take this away. And I got some great comments. But the one I really wanted was that one that can see past. Can you really speak well? The one that can say, oh, you're very engaging. No, give me the real critique so I can get better at my craft. You know what I'm talking about? So I got to be consistent. So now what I know notice is when I start, I'm ready. I'm going to start doing my next speech immediately so that when it's time to really speak, I can flow. You know what I'm talking about? So listen, people, we have to get, get start getting to a place where we're OK with the new uh, uh, beginning, you know, having a new start. And so I'm just trying to encourage you. Some of you have a really, really hard time with that. I want you to just say that you have a new start every single day. You know, one of my favorite motivational speakers, um, Eric Thomas, he do a lot of yelling sometimes, but he has such uh, uh, um, powerful messages. And one of the things that he said was, we have to learn to master this 24 hours. And how do you do that? You got to do some goal setting. 
You got to get beyond your laziness and procrastination. You got get beyond. You have to get beyond your excuses. Some of you have have traded your excuses for truth. The truth is, yes, it's hard, but it's not impossible. The truth is you may not have a lot of money to start a certain business right now, but you can start little. Some of the excuses is, well, I don't have enough people, enough support. But you got to ask, the truth is you ain't even been networking. Some of you have been out of work for however long. Even during this COVID, somebody hiring Amazon is picking up people left and right. So some of you have made this lifestyle choice of making all these excuses. And now that's become your truth. So you got to get beyond that. Get beyond making excuses. You desire to be something great. You desire to to have people see you as great, not for the glorious and uh, 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 so people can worship you. But, you know, there's greatness on the inside of you and you refuse to be mediocre. But yet and still, you won't get out of your comfort zone. You want to lose some weight during COVID, but yet you snacking on everything moving. And to be honest with you, I'm yelling at myself for that one because I likes me some snacks. Yeah, me. But I went to church the other day and the pastor was like, God was dealing with him on on, on being a, a glutton of sugar. And I sat back and had to raise my hand because I love sugar. And I know God has dealt with me on many of occasions like, hey, put that sugar down, son. It's trying to kill you. And I realized how much sugar I was ingesting throughout the day. Then I'm feeling like different. My fingertips is feeling funny before I go to bed, all that kind of stuff. So I said, oh, OK, I'm going to really put this stuff down and really put it down. I'm getting my body back in shape. I need to cut that crap out. So all this stuff is just to say, um, <clears throat> sorry if you all hear a lot of noise around me. But all this stuff is to say that we got to be OK with the new norm. What is your new normal? Quit making excuses. And I'm not telling you something that I'm not practicing right now. So I'm just trying to get you to that place to say, you know what? I got some work to do. My kids get on my nerves. That's what some people say. Not me, of course. But some people be like, my kids get on my nerves. But yet they haven't taken time to find out why they get so upset or frustrated with their kids getting on their nerves. Maybe God is using them babies to get uh, get you to work on some patience. See, we got to start looking at things differently. Ah, man, I can't get no promotion at work because of this this, and that. But yet you probably showing up late a couple times a month. You probably complaining about things you shouldn't be complaining about. You probably are not studying your job, the rules, regulations, and your skill level should be up a little bit, but it's below par. But yet you still want to raise. So we got to get to a place mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, where we can embrace that new normal. So are you ready for a new start? It's your boy, K Steel. Words of wisdom. Hopefully y'all got some nuggets from here. And listen, you can reach me on Facebook, uh, Kendrick Steele. Last name S-T-I-L-L. Uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, YouTube is Creative Ambition. C-R-E-A-T-V-A-M-B-I-T-I-O-N. And the same with Instagram, creative ambition and ambition means desire. And sometimes when you don't have the desire, you must create one. Peace out. I love y'all.